Hi, my name is Clara and today I will be discussing women in STEM. And for those who don't know what that stands for, it just stands for science, technology, engineering and maths. So let's begin. Our history is full of women who have made enormous contributions to science and have revolutionised our lives for the better. And I think it's safe to say that women are no longer being used as just these token representations in most fields of STEM. However, they are still very much a minority. Just 30% of the world's researchers are women and numbers are slowly rising, which is definitely encouraging. However, studies have shown while a growing number of women are enrolling in university, many avoid STEM subjects. So today I want to dive into the reasons for this and I want to mention a few women in science history who deserve to be recognised for their pioneering work. So there are three key factors perpetuating gender STEM gaps. The first being the most obvious, gender stereotypes. Research shows that people associate STEM with men. There have been many studies using the DAST method, which just stands for Draw a Scientist Test, that concluded that students from kindergarten to high school perceive scientists as males. So in this one study, 4,807 children were told to draw an image of what they thought a scientist looked like. Out of these 4,807 children, only 28 pictures depicted female scientists. And to no surprise, all of these drawings were drawn by girls. So you can imagine how we must feel towards STEM when we aren't even regarded in simple drawings made by kids. You know, it's pretty off-putting if you ask me. And more research has shown that it's not only um, subjects that are associated with male people, but masculine traits as well. So this one particular study that I thought was worth mentioning was this study made in 1981 among school children and university students. Um, and it was conducted by this psychologist, Helen Haste, which assessed the gender image of different academic subjects using ratings on a six point masculine feminine scale. So basically, these students and children just said whether or not a subject was more feminine or masculine. So the study reported that maths, physics and chemistry was seen as more masculine. Um, moreover, it showed that the science subjects weren't only rated as masculine, but also associated attributes um, which were typically associated with masculinity, such as being like harder, more complex and based on thinking rather than feelings. So this research sounds pretty shocking, doesn't it? But can we really blame these students and children? That brings me on to my next point. These stereotypes emerge in childhood and are reinforced by the environment we live in. At school, there's this wide unconscious belief among teachers and students that girls are more hardworking but have less natural talent in STEM, while boys are lazy but more talented in STEM. There's this wrong impression that STEM um, asks for like innate talent, which supposedly boys have more of, which is certainly not the case. In addition, teachers who are predominantly women often grade girls harder for the same work and assume girls need to work harder to achieve the same level as boys. This definitely causes a lack of confidence for young girls and can be a real turnoff, especially if you're working just as hard as the boys in your class but getting different outcomes.
is just quite demotivating. And obviously these stereotypes have a strong implication on us. They impair learning and prevent women from fulfilling their potential. Stereotypes lower one's self-assessment and sense of like competence and they even have an impact on career choices, which is very evident here. Moving on, another key factor perpetuating gender STEM gaps is the lack of representation and role models. Girls also have fewer role models to inspire their interest in this field. There are very limited example of female scientists and engineers in books, media and pop culture. Researchers have revealed that when it comes to attracting female talent into the sciences, having a role model is crucial. With 64% of women respondents in tech claiming to have been motivated by an inspirational figure to pursue their career, compared with just 47% of men. This research just highlights the knock-on effect of not having and recognising enough prominent female characters in STEM, fictional or real, to inspire the next generation. It's important that we celebrate the inspiring women in STEM to help balance the gender scales and empower girls to pursue science as a career. So I thought it would be very fitting to briefly talk about a couple inspirational scientists that have sadly been overlooked. So firstly, I'll be talking about a pioneering computer programmer and one of the first women to achieve a PhD in maths, Grace Hopper. She was a intuitive mathematician and computer programmer and spent her early years studying at some of the most prestigious institutions in America, ultimately becoming one of the first women to achieve a PhD in maths, as I mentioned before. So when World War II began, Hopper followed in her grandfather's footsteps, leaving her job teaching maths at Vassar College to join the US Naval Reserves. She was directed to Harvard University to learn to program the Mark I, which was the first functional computer. Grace Hopper is credited with originating the term bug to describe when a computer glitches and very likely did originate debugging when she carefully removed a moth that was interfering with internal components of a computer. She also popularised the concept of um, machine-independent programming languages and consequently paved the way to development um, of COBOL, one of the earliest high-level programming languages. She was also awarded many firsts, including the first ever Computer Science Man of the Year Award, the first female National Medal of Technology, and the first American and first ever woman to be made a distinguished fellow of the British Computer Society. She was buried with the full military honours in Arlington National Cemetery, and her legacy remains through the Grace Hopper Celebration of Women in Computer Conference, which supports and commends women in the world of computing. Another especially inspiring scientist we should all know about is Mary Maynard Daly, a chemist who studied heart health. Mary Maynard Daly was the first African-American woman to earn a PhD in chemistry. In her work, she made important strides in research around the connection between heart health and cholesterol. She was born in the US in 1921 and was interested in science from a very young age and took inspiration from her father that was doing a degree in chemistry at Cornell and read a lot of books from her grandfather's library. Daly was supported in her education and curiosity at an all-female high school and went on to graduate from Queen's College in New York with a chemistry bachelor's degree with a distinction. 
She then completed a master's degree in chemistry in just one year while working part-time as a laboratory assistant. Moving to Columbia for her PhD, Dali researched the body's chemistry, investigating how compounds our bodies produce impact digestion. Researching the connection between heart health and cholesterol in 1955, Daly's chemistry research contributed greatly to the field of medicine. And 65 years later, we know how uh, high cholesterol is associated with poor heart health. She continued fascinating work. For instance, she developed methods for separating the nuclei of tissues to examine the protein composition and used radio labeling to monitor protein metabolism. One of Daly's research papers was named by James Watson as contributing to the Nobel Prize-winning description of the structure of DNA. In the late 80s, she joined other minority female scientists at a conference to address the challenges faced by minorities in STEM disciplines. In 1988, two years after retiring, she established a scholarship fund for African-American science students at Queen's College. Daly's legacy is carried through the biochemistry research she conducted and her work to support minority scientists. That's it from me. I hope you enjoyed this podcast. And to the young girls listening who want to go into STEM, don't be discouraged by all these negative stereotypes. We need more amazing women like Grace and Daly. Have a great day.